Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. Normally, but... Normally. It's a special edition. Special edition. Read all about it. And it's our annual, traditional Eurovision episode. Yes, uh, 2022's Eurovision is here. Much excitement as we uh, release this episode right on the cusp of Eurovision week, if you're listening at time of recording. And so, Will, am I right in thinking this is our third Eurovision special? Because, of course, we weren't able to do it in 2020 because there was no contest proper. And then we had a sort of we had a version of the contest last year, didn't we? There was a few COVID things in the way, but we still had the contest. We still had songs. So is this our third one? Yes, Dan, we did do one in 2020 as well. So uh, this is our fourth did one. We? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we've done 19, 20, 21. Oh, this is our fourth one. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know how much of this you want to keep in. <laughs> so, yes, it is our fourth one. Just to be clear, Dan. Oh, but of course, because in 2020, there were songs, weren't there, that had been submitted, like uh, Daddy Freya's Think about things and many others. So yes, of course we did do it. Uh, yeah, me. we didn't want to let, we didn't want to let all the good music go to waste, did we? We wanted to celebrate uh, some of our favourite music. And well, should we talk about last year? Dan, yeah. So yes, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you're not as close to it as I am. Uh, although I think you've you've grown into it over the over the four years we've been doing this uh, Eurovision special. Who won last year, and what does that mean for this year? So last year, well, I've done my research for the episode ahead of time, of course. Little class swat. Uh, last year, Italy won, which means it's being held in Italy. And I believe it's being held in a city in Italy. <laughs> Forget where. Turin. Tur- I was going to say Turin as well. And then I thought, is that even in Italy? No, Sounds- you won't, because we would have gone around all the big cities and we wouldn't have got to Turin. Uh, what was the winning song? It was quite rocky, wasn't it? Yes, it was Manskin. Uh, and this was like a real, a really lovely surprise because it was just not the, not your classic Eurovision song. It was Ziti e Buni by Manskin. Uh, and they have actually had a huge year as a result of last year, haven't they? They have. Um, but do you know what, Will? I have to be honest, and I'm, this will come as no surprise to you and probably the listeners as well. My winner last year was Daddy Freya, once again, uh, mentioning him on the podcast, with 10 Years. And he's also having an amazing year, isn't he? Yes, uh, they both acts have performed in the UK since Eurovision last year, and we've not seen either of them. We had tickets for Daddy Freya, and for various reasons, we weren't able to make it. But they are, or he is, back around June, July, I think. So we should really make an effort, Will. And Dan, the lead singer of Manskin, is absolutely gorgeous. Stunning, in fact. Stunning. Uh, he could uh, make a housewife cry, or a house husband. Uh, yeah, and you have both made both of both a house husband and a housewife cry in the past. So, what's the plan for today, Will? Uh, well, what do you mean? In ge- what, for the episode? Yeah, or just I don't in know what you got planned for <laughs> what you have for your lunch. So, the plan for today is uh, we. Uh, I oh, actually will be f- fully upfront. I furnished you with a short list from mm-hmm. the full. Uh, countries that were taking part. Yeah, and you listened to it, uh, ignored a lot of them, added in a few tracks of your own, and then we agreed <laughs> on 10 final tracks that we thought were our favourites. And that's not to say they're the best, or it's not to say they'll do well. Uh, 
And it's not to say that you might not like them if you're listening, but these are the 10 that we are enjoying the most, including the UK entry. Yes. Which, well, I'm not going to say anything, actually. No, we'll, we'll talk we'll about it, when, it. We, when we come on to it. But uh, yeah. Hmm. Promising. Optim- <laughs> I'm optimistic. Oh, no, don't say too much. <laughs> That's it. Cursed. So, Dan, just a little bit of detail on the contest itself before we go into the first track. So this is the 66th Eurovision this year. It's going to be in Turin. Uh, the semi-finals will take place on the 10th and 12th of May and the grand final on Saturday, the 14th of May. Uh, Dan, I did a bit of research because we are on our holidays. Uh, we are in uh, the States whilst this is on together with other people. Uh, and Peacock will be streaming it, which is the NBC streaming platform. So it is in theory available, but I know that is a paid for uh, no. service. I, do they take Disney dollars? <laughs> that's what I've. That's what I've got to bring with me. Also, what time of day is it showing live? Well, let's not go through the the rigmarole of trying to find out whilst we're recording because we'll probably be here a while. But uh, entertaining either. We'll have to find an alternative way to watch a recording of it. Oh, hopefully they've got a VHS player there. We can record on some blank tapes. Uh, so this year we have got 40 countries taking part. Uh, it would have been 41, but Russia isn't going to be involved this year. Uh, and we've got Armenia and Montenegro taking part this year, uh, and they haven't been involved since 2019. Uh, and Dan, there are a number of returning artists as well as new artists and uh, somebody uh, who's from a backup uh, group, uh, a backup performer who's now going to be a main star as well so uh oh. a real mix and i have to say i've heard from rel- from from friends who are into your vision read online it's a bit of a mixed reception to the overall lineup of final songs but i uh i'm quite happy with our 10 actually uh, i don't know if i if i could choose another 10 though that i love interesting also will and i have to check with you because as we've said you're the expert on eurovision this episode is going out uh, on the Monday, ahead of the contest on the Saturday, but are there a few semi-finals? Am I right in thinking that our ten songs might not even make it to the final? Uh, yes, Dan. As I just said, the semi-finals <laughs> are on the. <laughs> Sorry, you can actually leave that. You can leave it out of your because uh, I wasn't. I wasn't listening. I was the semi-finals are on the tenth and the twelfth of May. So, uh, in theory. All of our all of our favourites, apart from our own one, the UK one, could get knocked out in semi-finals. Oh, I just wanted to really hammer that point home. So that adds to the excitement. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you're not going to know the answer to this, but I'd be in, I'd be amused to hear some of the suggestions. Do you know because they've announced already at time of recording who's going to be giving the the points from the UK this year? I think I read something on Twitter. Is it uh, Christopher Biggins? No. Try again. Oh, uh, who's like? Is it going to be? Is it someone legendary or is it someone quite new? Someone relatively fresh, yeah, and quite current. Uh, Pam St. Clement? <laughs> no, no. Barbara Knox. <laughs> Sam Fox. <laughs> oh, uh, it's actually AJ Dudu. Uh, oh, I love yeah. AJ. I mean, you love you're a big Strictly fan, aren't you? So that's uh, yeah, you know, really. Uh, uh, obviously, Amanda Holden got a lot of criticism for her performance, for her carry-on, ridiculous carry-on last year. Awful. Right, let's get on, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Dan, 
who are we going to talk? This is no particular order, by the way. So this is our 10 favourite tracks uh, ending in the UK. So go for it, Dan. So first up then, we are going to be talking about Sweden's entry. This is from Cornelia Jacobs, and it's Hold Me Closer. So hold me closer there from Cornelia Jacobs. Now, Cornelia Jacobs first came to fame in Idol 2008. And also her dad was a poodle. I'm sorry, what? Her dad was a poodle. Her dad wasn't a dog. No, I've not read that properly. Her dad was in The Poodles, uh, which were a band uh, in the early 2000s. But they did have a fair few top 10 singles and albums, including Raise the Banners, which was Sweden's official song for the Olympics, Beijing, 2008. I didn't know each country had an official song. Do you remember any of our official Olympic songs? No. No, me neither. Uh, and it's, I hate to correct you, Dan, but it's probably Jacobs or Jacobs or something like that, not Jacobs. Not Cream Cracker. Oh, I, <laughs> I bet she's Cream Cracker, though, at the minute. Yeah, this, she's pretty, probably doing, all, doing the rounds, all the, all mm. the countries touring out with this song. But enough about her past and enough about her dad. This is a stunning song to kick things off, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's a huge song. It starts off very statuesque, that vocal, and then the production just comes in thick and fast. Uh, she's got an amazing voice, uh, and this song sounds sensational. And it's great to see her kind of standing proud on her own because she was in Love Generation as well, who were a girl group. Uh, and they did attempt to get into Eurovision with Dance Alone, which I loved, by the way, in uh, Melody Festival. Yeah, and I also read that Love Generation changed their name to Stockholm Syndrome. And also they um, worked very closely with Red One on their music. So I'm surprised we didn't hear more from them around the world because Red One, of course, huge global producer. I have vague memories of the songs they did as Stockholm Syndrome being a bit of a hot mess, but I don't quote me on that. I, I'm going to actually quote you on that. But I love this song. I love how, of course, it starts as that stripped ballad. And sometimes I think in Eurovision, uh, a, a ballad proper is not the way to do things, really. And this isn't the the case for the whole way through. There's those stunning uh, synths that are really subtle and start to drive the song. And then it comes in with that full kind of rock pop thing, some gorgeous strings in there. And also her vocal, love how... It's kind of yearning. It's quite coarse. It's got like a Sia or a Miley Cyrus kind of tone to it, which is lovely. So I think this is a this is a real stunner. And uh, Sweden, of course, a history of doing well in Eurovision. I think this could be no exception to that rule. Oh, yeah, the stakes are always high for Sweden because of the caliber and the history behind them. Uh, also, I'm not sure, Dan, if a coarse yearning is a compliment or not, but I'm going to take it as that's how you meant it. That's how I meant it, but I've got a history and a habit of saying things that I think are a compliment and they aren't. Don't I know it. <laughs> this got to number one in Sweden uh, and obviously was the, the victor uh, of the uh, Melody Festival and competition, which is huge, huge event, event. And if you haven't looked up a playlist with all of the entries for Melody Festival in this year, 
uh, I'd encourage you to do so because it really is a, a pick and mix of Swedish music, which is fantastic. And also, Sweden have won Eurovision six times, which puts them in second place for uh, amount of wins, just below Ireland, who have won seven times. So if this wins this year, they're drawing first place for wins. Okay, so next up we have got Austria, and this is Lumix featuring Pia Maria and Halo. Halo there from Lumix uh, and Pia uh, Maria. I keep wanting to say Tia Maria there. Oh, lovely. Really slips down a treat, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, and Lumix is a DJ, uh, Pia Maria singer. They uh, were the chosen ones, the chosen ones to represent Austria. Now, this is something in the history of Austria's entries, which I think stands out as something very different. Probably the hardest, heaviest dance track this year. Uh, almost verging on the uh, on the on the edge of EDM, probably is a little bit synthwave EDM, uh, but I really enjoy it actually because she's belting it out, uh, and there's a fantastic uh, middle eight as well that she does, uh, as well as that very catchy chorus. Uh, I think it's not everyone's cup of tea, and it's probably not going to win or be top five, but I think you need songs like this in the mix for your vision. Yeah, you definitely want a mix in the night, don't you? Because you're hearing so many songs, it'd be completely boring if they're all the same. This is an absolute banger. But yeah, for me, it's maybe a little bit too safe to be a Eurovision winner. It's also got some stiff competition in its semi-final for some big hitter countries like Norway, Greece, Ukraine this year as well, Portugal, who Mm. typically do have a strong entry. So, you know, it's... I think I'd love to hear it in, you know, in the mix of the fi- the grand final. But, you know, I mean, they'll get their time on stage. They'll be in the semi-final. But will they get to the final? Fingers crossed, but I don't know. And some other pop facts on Lumix and Pia Maria. So Lumix has also worked with Gabri Ponti of Eiffel 65. I had no idea they were still going. So great to hear that they're doing well. Um, and Pia Maria, when I was, when I was researching... I thought, my God, Pia Maria is a huge name. She's done work with Drake and Chris Brown. It turns out there's another Pia Maria who's a friend of the Kardashians, um, which is not a gay slur or a new reality TV show, uh, who's quite a big name. Uh, and actually, gay slur would be a great name for a reality TV show. Yeah, or a Pet Shop Boys song, actually. So Austria have won the competition twice. The last time they won, in fact, do you know when it was, Will? No. Or do you know who, who it was? No. 2014? Oh, rise like a phoenix! Of course it was. <laughs> oh, you Conchita, take away my my card, my membership card straight away. Which one? Your original gay? Both probably. Both. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Shame yeah. on me for forgetting that in the moment. Shame. Yeah. So next one then from Norway. This is Subwoofer with Give That Wolf a Banana.
So give that wolf a banana there from Subwoofer. Subwoofer are Keith and Jim, who began their career 4.5 billion years ago on the moon and claim to be the most successful band in their galaxy. Or that's the story they're spinning, Will. What do you think? Oh, I love, you know, this and is truth. all just that story. The, the the song, it's all part of Eurovision Fun. It's just, you've got to have this sort of track in there. That It's actually a really good song, I think I reckon, but the lyrics are bonkers. Uh, and you can't be called Subwoofer and not have a song that absolutely bangs. Uh, and just, so, yeah, some of those lyrics, we love to hear it, don't we? We love to hear it. Yeah, it, this sounds like a Eurovision song. And dare I say, it sounds like a Eurovision song that's going to do very well. Just the whole production, the whole bounce of it. And also, as you said, just how bonkers the whole thing is, the whole concept is, the lyrics obviously referencing uh, sort of Red Riding Hood and that kind of thing, but taking it into their own world. I love this one. This is a real favourite. Uh, and it was a close run thing, actually, uh, in the Melody Grand Prix that they have in Norway. Subwoofer uh, came first, uh, closely second. They beat off North Kid with someone. Uh, and it was 54% to 45%. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, con- a very contentious race, closely contended race. And Dan, have you heard the rumours about Subwoofer? Well, well, other than them being from Uranus, no. Uh, a certain boy band, ex-boy band member, might be one of the members. Oh, incognito. It's one of Orange Orange, isn't it? <laughs> the artist no, formerly no. known as Upside Down. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, good, good knowledge there, Dan. Of crap boy bands uh we never did do shit boy band month and we will do one day yeah uh but no ben adams apparently and all will be revealed i'm sure in due course but ben adams apparently is one of the subwoofer boys uh there was a very heavy hint on twitter as well a couple of weeks ago and talking of heavy hints and heavy things did you see that photo of him in his pants oh dan didn't know where to look i'm sure you'd like to treat him like a rose so Norway have won the competition three times. The last time was in 2009 with Fairy Tale by Alexander Ryback. Um, but also, I just realised, well, I didn't do this for Sweden when we talked about their song. So the last time they won was 2015 when Heroes won by Mans Zermelo. Uh, and, he's literally, and he's literally come back every year since then to uh, take part in some way or perform that song, or a part of, or version of that song. And that's what, another thing we love about Eurovision, it's so, it's such a, such a friendly club, isn't it? That once you do well, or have a really memorable song, uh, you're part of the folklore, you're part of that legacy, uh, and embraced, and often invited back to come and join in the fun. And you just know on things like this morning, that they're going to wheel Scooch out, and Cheryl Baker to say a few words about it, and give their verdict. It must be nice for them, actually party never ends yeah, exactly uh and that's i think that's a great way to describe your vision it's the never-ending party that's lovely and we want to go well sorry you have been to the never-ending party haven't you you've been to see your vision live i think you want to go back at some point don't you love to go back because uh, lisbon was we had a fantastic time not just at the grand final where we were in the auditorium but just in the host city for a lovely long weekend 
uh, and those pastel donato are delicious. But I'm sure I've said that every year since we've been doing these special mm. episodes for. And well, I'd love to join you if that's all right. Oh, invite yourself along. Well, <laughs> well, I've done it for the multiple weekender. I've done it for everything else. So. We'll see how the two weeks in the states goes before I commit to that. Oh yeah, this might be the last ever episode of Track by Track that goes out. Also, just before we leave this track, on Valentine's Day they released a new version of it called Give That Wolf a Romantic Banana. Okay then, it's time for the Czech Republic now. Uh, we are Domi uh, and lights off. Where are you now when I miss you? You're sailing around in my peripheral. Where are you now? Where are you now? Where are you We are going there with uh, lights off. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, they were formed in Leeds, Stan, can you believe? I can't believe that. Uh, by, based in the Czech Republic. Uh, and this lights off is uh, probably one of my favourites, actually, from the whole shebang this year. It's just totally up my street. I'm probably a little bit up your way as well. Uh, just a tip. But uh, <laughs> quite largely a track-by-track friendly song. So much so, Dan, and I don't know if you've clocked this. I'm sure you have. But uh, We Are Done, we have got a song on our new Music Drop playlist for April. Oh, of course I did know that. <laughs> What's it called? High Speed Kissing. Yeah, I love that one. So they are... Oh, Dan, that was very, very uh, poor. But yeah, so much so that, you know, so much up their street, are they, that we actually like other music by them uh, that they've already released? Well, it is funny you say that, Will, because on my notes for this one, I did say that there were hints of the sort of expected Eurovision sound, but also the electronics in this do sound like something separate and something that we would talk about in the new music drop. So that's, I, I, I predicted that. Yeah, and definitely listen to some of their other tracks from the last couple of years as well. Not just you, Dan, although obviously clearly you need to because you haven't. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and obviously just a disclaimer to all listeners that Dan does listen to the music that we put out on our new music drop. Yeah, most of it. I just missed that one. It missed me. By- it was, we did say it was a very long, long list on this month's new music drop. So haven't quite got to the bottom. Unusual for you. Also, I like. I did notice in this one a great middle eight. I think with this track, they really made the most of their three minutes, and the fact that the three of them stood in uh, Leeds College of Music, you know, really speaks volumes on this track. Uh, now, Will Czech Republic haven't won Eurovision yet. Uh, in fact, they only first entered the competition in two thousand and seven, and they've only qualified three times to date. So the highest they've come, they came sixth in twenty eighteen with uh, Lie to Me by Nicholas Joseph. So, next one then, from Ireland, this is Brooke with That's Rich. So that's Rich from Brooke there. Now, Brooke is another artist that we featured previously on the New Music Drop, or she's certainly featured on one of the playlists anyway. Um, She has 
prior to Eurovision, she featured in the ninth series of The Voice UK. Uh, all four judges turned around their chairs, which must have been lovely for her. She chose Megan Trainer as her, uh, what do they have there? Head judges or uh, mentor, mentor or whatever. Or mentor, like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she ended up finishing third. But as is often the case with The Voice, and whether you finish third, f- first or sixth, literally no idea apart from how... Kevin Zim did how, how the rest of them did yeah unfortunately Brooke didn't get invited to be a member of Wet 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 such a shame <laughs> she could be well, what's an equivalent that she could take over lead vocal duties uh, Katrina and the Waves maybe just to keep it in uh, in the spirit of things I'll tell you what she could do actually Dan she mm-hmm. could join she could become a Derry girl yes she could I think she's got, not just because she's a young woman from Ireland, but I think she's got the right vibe, the right attitude. And definitely this song, you could imagine the Derry Girls, even though it's set in the past, you can imagine them dancing in one of their bedrooms uh, with their hairbrushes to this. I mean, I'm nodding my head and I'm thinking, yes, I've never actually seen Derry Girls. Oh, God. But from what I know of it, yeah, should I watch it? Yeah, it's bloody brilliant. Really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, and this is a brilliant slice of synth girl, synth pop rock. Uh, girl power, girl I thought you were going to say power. that. Uh, yeah, it's, it is very empowering. It is very much you know, a, a huge song. And I think uh, after the country, the UK sees this uh, in her semi-final, I think it's going to shoot up uh, the uh, download charts. Yeah, I think this is going to do very well. Like you said, it's full of attitude in the vocal and in the lyrics, but also there's a wonderful mesh of guitars and electronics. It's a really great current sound. It does. It's great, this one, because it, it feels like a strong Eurovision song. And yeah, I think it would have been a great song either way. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm going to be I'm genuinely going to be cheering her on because I think she's she's an absolute cracker and I'd love to see her do well. Likewise. Come on, Brooke. Come on, lovey. And Ireland have won, as we said before, they've won seven Eurovision. So they have won more than anyone else. But the last time they won was in 1996. Do you know who it was, Will? Can you cash your memory that far back? Oh, not 1996. No, I was was a very young lad. Uh, Coincidentally, it was The Voice by Aimer Quinn. Aimer Quinn. By Ms. Quinn. Gotta be careful with your your Irish pronunciations. It's quite tricky, isn't it? Not the first time you've struggled getting your tongue round a Quinn. <laughs> oh, Owen Quinn from X Factor. <laughs> or was it Quinn? <laughs> Look it up. Okay, next one we're off to Latvia with City Zeni, and this is Eat Your Salad. So, City Denny there, and oh, Dan, I wonder if that's going to be uh, censored in some way, or the lyrics going to be tweaked slightly in some way. Well, there's no vulgarity, is there? Apart from something similar to what you said before the song played, I've just found out what that word meant, actually. Quite <laughs> apt, but quite disgusting. Uh, so this, yeah, so this is Latvian pop band, uh, six members uh, included here, 
And I think this is, uh, again, it's very Eurovision in the the lyricism of it. It's very quirky, quite rude if you listen to uh, the uh, original version. I don't know what they'll do with it for Eurovision for a family audience. Mm. But it's a real funky disco number that wouldn't be out of place uh, sung by someone like Bruno Mars. Yeah, with changed lyrics, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for Mm. sure. Yeah. But this was definitely this year's Have You Seen moment, I think, ahead of the contest. There was no other track from this year's or no other video that a few people came to me and said, have you seen this? It's You've got to see it to believe it. And it's one of those as well where it's kind of, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's a good track as well. And this won the Supernova contest in Latvia, which is how they decide what song goes to your vision. Uh, and they were a clear winner for this. Uh, like they were way out in front. So the song that came in s- second place had nearly half as many votes. And, you know, this is the real standout for the for whatever reason. This this stands out, I think, in our top 10 and probably the entire list of entries. Do you think it's going to do well, Will? I think it will. I think it will do well because it's fun. It's funky. It is a bit WTF. Uh, so we will see. Hmm. I agree. And Latvia have won the competition once to date, way back in 2002 with I Wanna by Mary, Marie N, sorry, Marie N. Wouldn't it be lovely if 20 years later they took home the trophy again? I think they've got a good chance. Possibly. Next one then from Finland. You might have heard of them. This is The Rasmus with Jezebel. So that's Jezebel from the Rasmus there. As I hinted at before, you might well have heard of them. In 2003, they had a huge hit in the UK with In the Shadows. I think it was big around the world, certainly around Europe. But one of those bands where, you know, just kind of one big hit single in this country, a couple of other top 40s, but nothing else to mention. Whereas actually, that was in the middle of their career. They formed way back in 1994 and they're still going strong. But this year... It's all about Eurovision. And this song, Jezebel, was written by the lead singer of the band, Laurie, Lowry Ilnonen, probably way off with that, with Desmond Child, who we've spoken about so many mm. times on Track by Track. Uh, Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca, Kisses, I Was Made for Loving You, Shares, Just Like Jesse James, so many anthems, incredible, iconic songs. And this is a great entry, I think. It's got the, it's definitely the Rasmus. It's got that hint of In the Shadows. But it feels like it could be a strong Eurovision contender as well. It could. It's definitely an anthem. Uh, and it's so, I love the fact that they've gone all in on Eurovision. They won their national final. And they've got, they're going into it with a track that is very much them, but also very catchy as well. Uh, but it doesn't rely too heavily. I don't think there's very much of a similarity between uh, their big big number and this but i think mean, you know he's a fantastic vocalist and it's great to have a really hard rock pop rock track 
in there. But it's also very catchy. I'm just not sure if Europe and beyond are going to take to it. Yeah, like you said, last year's Rockier winner was a nice kind of bit of an oddity. But I can't see two Rockier tracks winning two years in a row. And Finland have won the competition once before back in 2006 when Lordi won with Hard Rock Hallelujah. Lordy, Lordy. Lordy, Lord. They do like sending the rock bands forward, don't they? Okay, so next one. This is Slovenia and it's LPS and Disco. <laughs> So LPS, last pizza slice, Dan. I know you were uh, looking puzzled, wondering what it stood for, but they're uh, mm. the group are called Last Pizza Slice. So this is Disco, the only track we're featuring that's not uh, sung in English. Mm. What do you think about that? Does that make us look quite small-minded, actually? I think so. I think if it was possible, we're even more small-minded than we originally were. Oh, a lesson to be learned there. Or a pat on the back, whichever way you want to look at it. <laughs> but I really like this just because it's a fun, easy-listening, kind of lounge disco-style track that is completely different to anything that we've just been talking about. Yeah, completely agree. There's something about the sound of this one that makes me think of things like Bruno Mars or like Pharrell working with Daft Punk or something like that, but a real, even jazzier, even more kind of traditionally funked up version of that. It's really smooth as well. And yeah, this is this is a great song. I'm going to jump ahead to the fact that Slovenia haven't won Eurovision yet. In fact, the highest they've come is uh, seventh place. They've done that twice, uh, most recently back in 2001 and also back in 1995. But I'd love to see them doing even better with this song. We'll see. (laughs) Now, I keep saying that. It's like just edging our bets because we just don't know where it's going to go. Again, I don't know if this is a little bit too niche uh, to be huge, but I just find it very infectious. Yeah, it could be a little bit niche, but I like it. They get my vote. Do we get to vote? Yeah, we get, you to, get to vote, don't we? Although we'll, yeah. we'll be in the States, so it might not count. No, and you'll, you may still be charged. Now, Dan, the next one you're going to share, I think, is a special special, special recommendation. Yeah, I think feel like we definitely had to speak about this entry this year. This is Ukraine's entry, and it's Stefania by the Kalush Orchestra. So Kalush Orchestra there with Stefania. Now, this is an interesting group because Kalush are a Ukrainian rap group formed back in 2019. And then Kalush Orchestra is a side project only formed last year. uh, And they focus more on rap with traditional folk uh, elements from Ukrainian music. And this is, of course, sung in Ukrainian 
But it feels like we definitely have to talk about this track this year because, you know, because of what's going on in the world, there's a bit of a murmur that Ukraine will do very well this year. And I have to say, if they do well, if they do win it, and if part of that is because of what's going on in the world rather than track itself, I wouldn't be mad at all. It's not my favourite song on the list by any means, but I'd be more than happy for Ukraine to take the victory. And also, it's not a bad song either. No, and I'm just going to correct myself because this there is another song that we're talking about today that's sung uh, that's not sung in English. So just slipped my mind there. So apologies. Slavrist. Happy to set the record Love a word straight. afterwards. Uh, but <laughs> I think there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be a lot of love for the Ukraine this year at Eurovision and, you know, rightly so. But also, great to talk about this track because it is a great uh, collision of very traditional uh, Ukrainian uh, music with rap, but with also quite a good beat to it, actually, which would which just go will go down very well uh, on the night in the arena, I think. Uh, and just, I'm really looking forward to seeing the love that they're going to get. Even if it doesn't win, uh, I'd imagine it will do very well, but I'd imagine even if it doesn't win... It's going to be, they're going to be, have such a warm welcome and so loved. And the message that's going to send out across the world, I think it's just going to be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. It's the right thing to do. I hope they do. I'd love for them to win. And Ukraine have won the competition twice before, back in 2016 with 1944 by Jamala. And then back in 2004 with one of my favourite entries and obviously as we said i'm not the biggest eurovision aficionado but one of the tracks that i loved that won many years ago was wild dancers by ruslana oh well yeah that was a classic brilliant one so we've got to we've got to give a shout out to the main man to your man sam Ryder as well and uh we featured him previously on a new music drop when this fir- when this track first landed uh which is a nice thing because it's, it's spaceman So that's Mr. Ryder there. We're in an interesting position going into Eurovision uh, because it does feel like we're not just saying this for the sake of saying it and for the sake of being supportive. But Dan, this is in with a chance this year. It is has been so well received across Europe while Sam's been doing the pre-Eurovision rounds. It has been voted very high in uh, fan and online polls uh, for this year's entries. Uh, not only that, it's been playlisted on Radio 2 and Radio 1 in the UK and has been sitting high up in the download and streaming charts as well. I think we might be on to something. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be lovely and deserved, I think, for us to do well? And I think with this song as well, because I'll be honest, when I first heard it and when the song first started and it was this ballad sung by a singer-songwriter I thought, oh, God, are they trying to go down the kind of Ed Sheeran route? But then as the song picks up, it's definitely got something about it, something very different about it. It feels the obvious comparison is something like David Bowie, of course, singing about a spaceman. But I think it has got hints of that big, bold, grandiose singer-songwriter thing. It's a huge chorus. It's got an amazing voice. Um, 
I think yeah, it definitely deserves to do well, and it and it just feels like one of our more memorable songs from the last few years. It does, and do you know what? The he's he's a lovely guy as well, and he's been charming fans and Eurovision uh, aficionados uh, left, right, and centre at the moment. He's got a lot of goodwill going into this, uh, so I, th- I think it could be wide open. And the song is written with Amy Wodge who I believe we've spoken about before on the podcast, but she has co-written a lot of songs with Ed Sheeran. So, you know, maybe that's where that hint of that comes in. But this does not sound like an Ed Sheeran song. Uh, But don't let that put you off if you haven't listened to it properly yet. I'd imagine you probably have if you're listening to this because it's been everywhere. And we've talked about it on Track by Track before as well. I think of the 10 tracks uh, that we've talked about today, UK might be in with a chance. Ukraine definitely in with a chance. Uh, maybe Norway, potentially Sweden as well. Uh, but also I think the Italy entry that we haven't featured because it's a bit meh for me uh, and probably for you, Dan, as well, which is why you've not championed it, could be in with a chance mm. as well. And the UK has won Eurovision five times so far, which puts us in third place with France, Luxembourg and the Netherlands. But the last time we did was 25 years ago. And Will, I'm sure you do know this one. Love, shine a light Let the love be like Uh Katrina and the Waves, as I'm sure you knew. As I'm sure you all knew. So that's it, Dan. Uh, it's all down to the semis and to the grand final now, uh, if you are listening in the run-up to the competition. Good luck, Sam. Good luck, everyone. And just relax and have a bloody good laugh is my best advice as someone that's never performed live and never (laughs) entered Eurovision (laughs) just relax and have a laugh that's lovely Dan any advice any advice for the finalists uh really think hard about it get quite stressed because that's a good energy to take out onto the stage and act as if your life depends on it because it probably does so different ideas there unusual for us to give conflicting advice isn't it uh, so that's it for this Eurovision special. Do let us know what your faves are at Track by Track UK. And maybe you're listening to this episode ahead of the official release date because this was available with early access on Patreon. If you don't already join us on Patreon, please do, as well as early access to special edition episodes and the episodes where we're joined by an artist to go track by track through their new album. There are also exclusive episodes every week and brand new series only on Patreon. Come and join us. Come and join us and come and listen to some more podcasts soon with us on Track by Track. Until then, I've been Dan. And I've been Will. Goodbye Goodbye and good luck. Good luck. And more importantly, where does this... My banana armor ticket. How does that fall into this old mess? <laughs> so self-centered. Good for you. I do Thank the same you. thing. I do the same thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect it. Are you waiting for me to answer? Oh, no answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold me close, don't let me go.